Hallelujah. So today we're going to talk, we have, we have spoken about Abraham last week, and uh, I told you we're going to articulate the message about around four points, and I told you the four points was, the first point was, who is Abraham? Second point, we know, we're going to talk about who is Melchizedek. You know the topic is the Melchizedek blessing. But we need to know those who are participators in that blessing. So today we're going to talk about who is Melchizedek. Say, who is Melchizedek? The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 7. Let's go to Hebrews, chapter number 7, verse 1 to 4. Quickly, let's go there. Hebrews 7, 1 to 4. He said, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the of a of a, of a let, go back, go back. Something is not right. Let me. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the something is not right because it can't be of the two. Let me take my Bibles, my Bible and read from there because uh, the computer is chomping like a goat. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. Let me read. Hebrews chapter number seven. I want to read from verse one uh, to four. He said, this Melchizedek was king of Salem and priest of God Mosai. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of a king of the kings and blessed him. And Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. First, and Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. First, the name of Melchizedek means king of righteousness, then also king of Salem, meaning kings, king of peace, without father or mother, without genealogy, without beginning of days or end of life, resembling the son of God, he remained priest forever. Now, now, Melchizedek. The Bible say, talks about Melchizedek. It says, this Melchizedek was king of Salem. You know, Jerusalem, Jerusalem was called Salem. And the Jebusites were staying in Jerusalem. And the Bible says that Melchizedek was a king of the, of the people in Salem. He became Jerusalem later on. But Salem means peace. From there we take the word Shalom. So, so Melchizedek was a king of Shalom, the prince, the king of peace. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that he was ruling over Jerusalem. Can I submit to you that the Jebusites were people that were unruly? So the Jebusites were people that, that were difficult to be subdued. But Melchizedek was a king. Before you are a king, you need to submit, subdue your people. So Melchizedek has the power to subdue the Jebusite. And he was a king. And he was staying in the vicinity of Jerusalem. The Bible says that when Abraham was returning from war after he has defeated, Melchizedek came and met him. Now, the pro, the, what we are hearing here is that the description of Melchizedek should appeal to us. The Bible says that he is a king of peace. Hallelujah. I want you to mark the word king of peace. And the Bible says that uh, he was also, he was without father or mother. He was without father or mother, so he was not born. 
It does not mean it's an orphan. You understand? It was not a story of an orphan. They say it was without father or mother. Without genealogy, that nails it. Because an orphan has still a genealogy. But this one does not have a genealogy. Ha! Huh. He didn't have a genealogy. And the Bible carries on, they said something again powerful. And they said, without beginning of days or end of life. This is a strange man that appears. He has no beginning, no end. Woo. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Yes. He appears and the Bible says he has no beginning, no end. Does it make us think a bit? He has no genealogy. Father, mother. And he has no beginning of days, no end of days. Hallelujah. Ha. And the Bible carry on and it says, resembling the Son of God, he remained priest forever. Now, there is something there. I like the study of the scripture. They say he resembled the Son of Man. How? Priest forever. Hallelujah. The Son. Look at the wording. They say he resembled what? The Son of God remains priest forever. He resembles the Son of God. He remains priest forever. Now, let's let, let, let bring this thing home. Let's let make it easy for us to understand. Now, whew, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When you study the history of Melchizedek, hallelujah, Melchizedek was God. Yes. Yes. The only person that does not have a genealogy, that does not have a beginning, that does not have an end, who is that? So Melchizedek that met Abraham was God. He was God, but the Bible says he resembled the Son of God that was priest forever. Now, what do they talk about resemble? They could have said he is the Son of God, but he was not the Son of God, he was God himself. Hey, it was God himself. Hallelujah. Because when God came, and reveal himself to men as Jesus. Hallelujah. He came in two folds. Number one, he came as a man. So he had a genealogy. You read the book of Matthew chapter number one, you will see the genealogy of Jesus. Huh? So, so, so that disqualified Melchizedek from being Jesus. Because Melchizedek didn't have a genealogy. Jesus had one. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, he came, Jesus came with a genealogy. Hallelujah. Then, he was here on earth. 
But while he was here, he was, all of, he was also fully God. Uh, that, is, that, is, that is something else. <laughs> fully God, fully man. I say fully God, fully man. They call him the son of man and the son of God. The son of man partake to his humanity. The son of God partake to his divinity. The reason why the Jew want to kill him is not because he called himself son of man, it's because he called himself son of God. Because they say he made himself equal to God. So when we say he's a son of God, we mean he's God. Hallelujah. It does not mean he's a child of God. It's different. Yes. In the, in the Hebrew understanding, when you say he is a son of God, it's equal to say he's God. So that's why they wanted to kill him. So Jesus came fully God and fully man. Hallelujah. Melchizedek came. Melchizedek came, although he looked like a man, but he was more than a man. He was fully God. He didn't have genealogy. Hallelujah. So, so, so when Abraham met Melchizedek, Abraham met God. Hallelujah. He met God. He met God. Hallelujah. So, so, so Melchizedek is God. Somebody say Melchizedek is God. Yes. Now, when Abraham came from war, he met him. And the Bible talks a lot about Melchizedek. He's priest forever. In the order, the Bible says Jesus is priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So Melchizedek was not in the order of Jesus. Jesus was in the order of Melchizedek. I'm talking about the main Jesus. The main Jesus, Melchizedek was not in the order of the main Melchizedek. The main Melchizedek was in the order of, of God. So, 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 so what I'm trying to tell you is that you need to understand that when Melchizedek appeared before Abraham, it was God himself. Hallelujah. It was God himself. Because Melchizedek couldn't be born. Hallelujah. He has no father, no mother, no genealogy. So Abraham saw something. I say Abraham saw something. He saw God. The voice that he heard became flesh. And he saw it. And Melchizedek comes. You know, the, the story of Melchizedek is so interesting. Whenever I read it, I'm amazed and fascinated. Hallelujah. So Melchizedek come and do something. If you go to Genesis... Let's go to Genesis chapter number 14, verse 18. I trust that we'll be able to read it from the computer. Are you tired already? I haven't started yet. Genesis 14, 18. Oh, this is a nice color. It said, Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out what? Bread and 
Why? He was a priest of God most high. Read it with me. One, two, three. Do you understand what you are reading? Let's go to Matthew chapter number 26, verse 26 to 29. Matthew 26, 26 to 29. Let's go there and read it quickly. Matthew 26, from verse 26 to 29. Thank you. Let, let's read together. One, two, three. It says, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Let's go. Then he took the cup and, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of a new covenant, which is shared for many for the remission of sin. Mm. Mm. Melchizedek came with what? Bread and wine. Jesus came with what? So when Melchizedek appeared before Abraham, he did not appear in a form of Jesus. He appeared as God. Hallelujah. So Melchizedek he brought bread and wine and shared it with Abraham. Jesus comes, bring bread and wine and share it with the disciple. And now give a revelation of what happened in the Old Testament. That when I eat and drink, I'm establishing a covenant with you. So Melchizedek was establishing a covenant with Abraham. Let me check what I'm saying. So Melchizedek came appeared to, Ab to Abraham. He's God. I say he's God. We agree that he's God. He's God. Now, I was already talking to you about what was the blessing that he gave to Abraham. I was already on number three. What was the blessing? The blessing appears in Matthew chapter number 26, from verse 26. He established a covenant. Jesus said, this is the new covenant in my blood. Melchizedek gave bread and wine. He established a covenant with Abraham, the Abrahamic covenant. So when God spoke with Abraham, the covenant was stated. But when Melchizedek came, he established it. Hallelujah. So God spoke to Abraham. He said, I will bless you and you will be a father of many nations. Melchizedek came and he said to Abraham, what I told you, we need to bring it down. So I'm, I'm, I'm making a covenant with you, a covenant that is based on bread and wine, which is my body and my life. So Melchizedek swore by his life. Ah. He swore by his life. That whatever is said to Abraham, that is established. Hallelujah. So he came as God and established a covenant 
with Abraham. So when we are talking about the blessing of Melchizedek, we are talking about the blessing of an establishment of a covenant. Hallelujah. So when, when God wants to bless you, he establishes a covenant with you. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. When God wants to bless you, he establishes a covenant with you. I'm not talking now about the covenant of salvation. Because the covenant he established with Abraham was a different covenant. It was a covenant between him and Abraham. And he swore to Abraham that I will bless you and your descendants shall be blessed. That is a personal covenant that covers a scope of generation. So when Jesus came, he made a covenant not just with the disciples. He made a covenant to whosoever will believe. So the covenant that Jesus made is not a covenant that is entitled to individuals. It's a covenant that is for humanity, for the world. And everybody that gets under that covenant gets it. But beyond that, the blessings of the Lord are bound to personal covenants. You guys must know that. And those covenants we are talking about are the thing that God has said he will do with you. Hallelujah. He covenant with you that this is what I'm going to do. The blessing of Melchizedek. Now, when God covenant with an individual, the thing that happened is that God put his name on that individual. Come on. He signs it. It's like an artist. When he finishes his artwork, he signs it. So that was signed is a, is a testimony that that was designed by somebody. Hallelujah. So if you steal it, you will be arrested because the signature of that person is on. So when God wants to bless you, he put his signature on you. Ah, you don't know what I'm saying. The blessing, we're talking about the Melchizedek blessing. The Melchizedek blessing is God's signature on you. Oh, you don't understand. Let's read. I see you don't, that's why you are not excited. Let's read Genesis. Let's read Genesis chapter 14. Let's read Genesis 14, verse 17 to 20. Mm. Genesis, I. Genesis 14. He said, and the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the, at the valley of Sheve, that is the king's valley, after his return from the defeat of the Chedorlum. What is this? What, which name is that? Somebody help me. How do you read this? Huh? Hmm. Is it in Sutu or in Hebrew? <laughs> And, and the king who were with him. Sometimes the names are very difficult in the Bible. I don't know why these Hebrews choose names like that. <laughs> then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He also is a priest of God, Mosai. Let's go on. And he said, and he blessed Abraham and said, Blessed be 
Abraham, Abraham, most high. No, he bless, keep it like that. He blesses Abraham and says, blessed be Abraham. Blessed be Abraham of God. Blessed be Abraham belonging to God. Abraham of God. Not the God of Abraham. He didn't say, blessed be the God of Abraham. He said, blessed be Abraham of God. So what was he doing? He was putting the name of God on Abraham. So that wherever Abraham goes, God goes. So that every battle of Abraham becomes God's battle. He said, blessed be Abraham of God Mosai. Then he does not stop there. Then he describes the God. It's not any kind of God. He said, then the God I'm talking about is a possessor of heaven and earth. Ah. He said, blessed, he said, Abraham, don't be confused. The God I'm talking about is not your idols. I'm talking about the possessor of heaven and earth. So he's putting Abraham under the dominion of a God that possesses everything. Now, if Abraham possesses heaven and earth, it means the treasures of earth belong to Abraham. The doors in heaven are open to Abraham. So Abraham walks not under, only under open heaven, but the earth responds to Abraham. Ooh. Abraham lived under the two dimensions, heavenly and earthly blessing. Can I submit to you that there are blessings loaded in heaven and blessings loaded on earth? Uh -huh. The problem with Christians, they are so blessed in heavenly places, but they are not blessed on heavenly. They don't understand that you can be blessed in heaven and die poor, broke. There was a prophet that was loaded with anointing. He died in debt. He said, blessed be Abraham of God, possessor of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. The blessed, save the deck blessing. Now, it does not stop there. I want to show you something again. To show you that we are putting the name of God on Abraham. Let's read our Bibles. Let's go to the book of Numbers. Can, can you go with me in the book of Numbers? Let's read Numbers, chapter number 6. Let me go very quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Numbers, chapter number 6. I want us to read from verse 22 to 27. Let's read it. Numbers, chapter number 6, verse 22 to 27. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, let's go. Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Continue. His countenance upon you and give you shalom. Let's go. So they shall put my name on them, on the children of Israel, and I will. God is saying, I want to bless you, but I don't see my name on you. So he said to, to, to Moses, 
For me to bless them, my name needs need to be on them. And this is the way you have to put my name on them. And he told him what to say. And he said, when you say this, you will put my name on them, and then I will bless them. So God wanted to bless Abraham, but he needed to put his name on Abraham so that Abraham can get what God wants to give to him. Hallelujah. So today, today, I, I, I'm not here just to tell you God will bless you. No. No, because many people, God wants to bless them. It is desire to bless them. Hallelujah. But they don't access the blessing. They don't, because they don't know the way to access the blessing. Hallelujah. There is a way to access the blessing. He said, say this so you put my name on them. And I will bless them. And if you do that, I will bless them. So, God has put his name on Abraham. Forever. Today he's still called the God of Abraham. He's still called the God of Isaac. Is he called the God of Jacob? Have you read in the Bible of the God of South Africa? Or the God of West Africa? Have you read that? Why? Why? Because it's not enough to proclaim that you love God. It's not enough. It's not enough. There is a way to enter. There is a way to enter. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one goes with Father except through me. So there is a way to put the name of God on you. Hallelujah. Can we participate? Partake on the blessing of Abraham. And then we finish. Can we partake on the blessing of Abraham? Why? Huh? You partake on the blessing of Abraham because Abraham is your father. You are not partaking because you want to partake. You partake because you are a child of Abraham. Galatians 3 7. Galatians 3 7 tells us we are children of Abraham. All of us that have come to the faith of Abraham. We are children of Abraham. So the blessing that God gave to Abraham is still running for you. Oh, let's read Galatians 3 7. Let's read it because you must see that it's written. It must be written somewhere. Before we can say it, let's read it. Galatians chapter number 3, verse 7. Thank you, Jesus. Galatians 3, 7. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Hallelujah. Those who are of faith are... Which faith is talking about here? The faith in Christ. So when I have a faith in Christ, I am a son of Abraham. And the covenant works for me. So Megizre put his name of Abraham. I am a descendant of Abraham. 
So the name of God is on me, not because of what I do, but because of where I was born from. Listen, you don't inherit an estate because you are cute. You inherit because you are a descendant of that person. You are not heir of somebody because you are good looking. You are heir of a person because you are born from a person. If the descendant is ugly, he's still an heir. So it's not his shape, it's not his form. It's where he's born from. Hallelujah. I'm sure there are more, more handsome people here, probably. Yes. Yes. More handsome people here than probably, that may be in the family of Nelson Mandela. But you are not a Mandela. You are in a South African, but not a Mandela. Yes. 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 So, even the land does not give you a right of inheritance of somebody. What gave you right of inheritance is a seed. And we are of a seed of Abraham. So, so, so it's not because I am, I am black or I am white. That means nothing. It's because of a seed I'm coming from. And, and, and I'm of a seed of Abraham. And if I'm of a seed of Abraham, then I'm an heir and joint heir with Christ Jesus. So the blessing of Abraham sits on me. So when I walk, I need to know that the blessing of a God, of a possessor of heaven and earth is on me through my faith in Christ Jesus. Now, can I surprise you that Abraham descendant, through Abraham, Isaac came. Through Isaac, Jacob came. And through Jacob, the 12 tribes of Israel. Same seed, but when he has to bless them, different blessings. So it's possible that we are all children of God, but not with the same pronunciation over our life in the spirit. When he was blessing his children, he blessed them differently. They were all his children, but he blessed them differently. Hallelujah. So we are all, we are all descendants of the faith of Abraham. We all partake in the Melchizedek blessing. But there are rooms in the Melchizedek blessings. <laughs> and those rooms are allocated to each one. So you can sit next to your neighbor and there is something on him that is not on you. Yes, it's possible. That we are all children of God, but we are not all participating in the rooms of blessings. But what makes us participate in rooms of blessing? The Bible says that faith in God. But I'm not talking about just believing in Christ. There are some people that have a kind of faith that puts them in another class. These people are not intimidated by what they see. They only profess what God says. And then they make a difference in their generation because they have come to understand that reality is not reality unless God says it. 
So they are not moving by physical realities. They are moving by the word of God. So you can be a child of God and still move according to your realities. And you can't claim that because the name of God on you, you will be blessed. You need to come to a place where you are blind to your realities and aware of God, what God says. You need to come to a place in your life where you are not, you are not challenged by those things anymore. But they become an opportunity for you. Hallelujah. He has 12 sons, Jacob, but they all behave differently. Among his 12 sons, some were murderers, but were still his sons. Yes. Yes. Some were violent, they were still his children. Hallelujah. So I want to I want to come to this. And then we should understand clearly, very, very clearly, that God is not a respecter of person, but is a respecter of principles. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you don't live according to what God has said, you won't see what God said. Not that what he says was a lie, but the recipient failed to receive. Hebrews chapter number 4 tells us that those who received the word, it did not profit them because they didn't mix it with faith. Hallelujah. So today I said to you when I started, I said you are light. We all shouted we are light. But among all those who shouted, maybe two people will manifest it. The rest, it will be an exercise of repetition. Hallelujah. Amen. There are secrets, there, 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 there are dimensions that God makes available to human beings. And he wants us to enter them. If a man like Elijah could pray and the heavens were closed. I say Elijah is a man like us. You read it, James chapter number 5 verse 17. Elijah is a man like you. But they say he prayed and didn't rain. Look at Joshua was a man like you. He, he pleaded with God that there would be a delay in the turning of the clock. The, the clock stopped, not because the battery were flat. The universe stopped. The sun stopped rotating because Joshua spoke. Aya. A man that has the ability to intrude in the functioning of the universe. A human being. Now we say we have a new covenant. Which new covenant? It means we don't understand the covenant we are talking about. I say we don't understand. Look at Jesus shocked the people. In John chapter number 14 verse 12, he says, Assuredly, I tell you. He says, Assuredly, I tell you. Those who believe in me will do what I do. But greater works than this they shall also do because I go to the Father. Our inability to perform the word of God has given us opportunity to explain. So no, he's not talking about miracles. He's not, well, who told you? He said the works. He said the works I do. He said the works I do. He shall also do. But greater works... I, I, want, I want us, I want divine, I want you to be challenged. 
I want us to say that what I've done now is nothing. It's nothing. What can you show? It's nothing. Jesus said, if you believe, you will do the works that I have done. But greater works than this, you shall also do because I am going to the Father, possessor of heaven and earth. I don't know which God are we serving in this generation. Possessor of heaven and earth. He spoke to Nathanael. And Nathanael was so shocked. He said, Nathanael, why are you shocked? From today you will see heaven open. And the angel of the Lord is ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Why are you shocked? Jacob slept in the yard of Melchizedek. Yes. He slept in the yard of Melchizedek. And when he slept there, he saw an open heaven. And angels were ascending and descending. Hallelujah. Jesus comes and says, angel will ascend and descend. Melchizedek. So, Melchizedek come, bless Abraham, put his name on him. Boom, the destiny of Abraham changed. Jesus come, blesses us, put his name on us. We are sitting. And then every Sunday, we want to be excited. Ha! Any demon beats us. Somebody say greater works. I say somebody say greater works. I've been studying the lives of people. And I, 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 I said to God, what is the difference? Peter was a man. I mean, Peter was fearful. He's a guy that denounced Jesus three times, renounced Jesus three times. Even a small girl came to him, challenged him. He said, no, I don't know him. These are the men that, that got challenged and they denied Jesus. But when heaven opened and the Holy Ghost descended on them like a dove, the Bible says they were turned like a lion. The heart of fear was gone. Which Holy Ghost have you received? I said, which Holy Ghost have you received? Because let me tell you something. Abraham was blessed with bread and wine. Jesus came with bread and wine, and Jesus extended the blessing to another dimension. He said, I will give you the gift that my father promised. I will put my name on you by putting the vest that God gave me on you. In the day of Pentecost, in the day of Pentecost, they were all together in one accord. And suddenly there came a sound like a rushing wind that came and intruded in the affairs of man. The Bible said that, and the Holy Ghost came upon them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they started to speak in a known tongue as the Spirit gave them utterance to. Can I submit to you, Abraham never spoke in tongues. Ah, can I submit to you, the Elijah never spoke in tongues. But there's a dimension in you that is greater than Elijah. That's why Jesus said you will do greater works because I'm going to the Father. And then I'll give you the gift of the Spirit. So now you have the Holy Ghost not only in you but upon you. Ah. You need to know that. You need to know that. That you are not a happy clappy. 
that you are, you are, you are, un- we are entrusted with the power of God from heaven for this generation. And we need to understand that the name of God is upon you. That God wants to do something so much in your life that you don't just fall and stand up. When you fall, you stand up in a new dimension. Listen, it's not about falling and standing up. It's about falling and standing up in a new dimension. If you fall and stand, fall and stand and nothing is changing, stop falling. Jesus didn't say, the Holy Ghost will come and you will fall. He said, you shall have power. Ay, 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 ay. He said, you will have dynamis power. We have made this thing cheap. Even a goat can fall. We need to manifest power. Say, I need to manifest power. We need to manifest power. The eyes of the spirit need to be opened. Our understanding needs to be changed so that we can go to this world and make a difference in this world. So that people may, listen, listen, the reason why people are not coming to church is because church, there's nothing to come for. Yes. When the Holy Ghost came, he didn't make posters, posters that we are doing. It's not wrong. But the Holy Ghost just brought the noise. People followed the noise. The power of God has gone so much out of the church that we have replaced the glory of God by a smoke machine. There is no, there, there is no glory anymore. So when we are worshiping, we put smoke machine. What are we displaying? We put blue and red colors to display something. We are making the people dizzy and we think we are manifesting power. We are not a nightclub. Ah. I said we are not a nightclub. We are not a nightclub. We refuse. We refuse to turn the glory of God into glory of man. It's about the stage. It's about the pulpit. It's about the light. It's about, it's about Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. I'm talking about the blessing of Melchizedek. That's a powerful blessing. What have we done? I say, what have we done? What have we done to ourselves? Some people even speak in tongues, it's not even tongue. They're lying. Everybody can say, bo, 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 bo. everybody can say that. Even the child can do it. Ba, 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 ba. The child can do it. We're not talking about those, fash, those fabricated tongues. We're talking about the dynamic power in the lives of somebody. Yes, yes, yes. A tongue that when you are speaking, even Satan trembles. Demons know you are doing something. But you are speaking in tongues and pornography. What is this tongue? You're lying to yourself. There needs to be a revolution. I said there needs to be a revolution. There needs to be a revolution. There needs to be a revolution. Even some leader, political leaders are talking with much assurance than Christian now. You see them, they talk like if they can do something. Christians are begging their way out. <laughs> hey! Today, God is going to put something on you. 
don't, don't worry about the time now. But God is going to put something on you today. I'm talking about something that is so violent. Ha, ha, ha. I'm talking about something that will catapult you into a realm of glory like never before. And the glory of the Lord shall come upon you. And the Spirit of God shall show himself strong in you. Because where God is, there is freedom. I say there is freedom. And there is freedom. And deliverance. There is freedom. And deliverance. There is freedom and deliverance. There is a man in the, in the, uh, that, that lived once. I love his story, Benson Idaosa. I was reading him again last time. Oh, I was so blessed. Thieves came to his house at 3 a.m. He said, I was praying while, when the thieves came in. And they, he was having missionaries in his house. The thieves came to the American. They said, listen, we are here for money. They said, this house does not belong to us. It belongs to another guy. They said, we want to see the owner. So they went to the wife, and the wife went and Idaosa was praying. So Idaosa said, I'm ready for them. He said, I came with my Bible. I was praying in tongues, real tongues. I was praying in tongues. So I was praying in tongues. And when I saw them, I said, man, I am the owner of this house. What do you want? With the Bible, the seven guy fled. out of Because he said, he told them, finish to explain and I will kill you. He didn't have a gun. But he said, I will kill you. And the people fled. They fled. They didn't go under the bed. They fled. These people fled. I, I, I'm yet to see a generation. I'm yet to see a generation that is not afraid of dying, but, but, but is, is so aware of God that the name of God is upon him. They stole the car of his wife. And his wife said, not my car. They hijacked. She was not in. The driver was driving and they hijacked. And then the thieves were driving, and something happened. They want to open the cabriol, and when they opened, they saw the posters of Idaosa. They came out of the car and they ran. They said, "We don't, we can't take this car. We will die." This is a man. It's not because he's special. No. When he was born, he was abandoned. He was so sick they put him on the trash, and his mother collected him back. This man had a revelation of the God of heaven. I'm talking about. He had an encounter with the God of Mel with Melchizedek. He had an encounter with the God that I'm talking about, and his life changed completely. He's a man. He's an African man. Hallelujah. He's an African man. He, 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 he has no qualification, but he knew God. Listen, it's not about what you were qualified for. It's about who you know. Yeah, it's about who you know. If you know God, you know God. Do we know God? Do we know the God we are talking about? Are we exposed uh, to the presence of God? I know there is presence and there is presence. There are some prisons when it happens, you can't move. And God wants to break through in the church today. I say God wants to change the story. I say God wants to change stories. We are playing. That's why these people are playing with us. There is yet a generation that will display God like never before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's about something. It's about time. I say it's about time. We are in the last days. And we can't worry about our problems anymore. We need to seek 
the power, the presence of God Almighty. We need to have an encounter with him. Listen, we don't seek him because of our problem. God is not interested. He's not interested. He doesn't Because as far as God is concerned, it's not a problem. So while you are seeking him for a problem, he does not know why you are seeking him because there is no problem. So you waste all your life seeking him for something that is non-existent. And heaven is waiting for seeking him for the right thing. To know him. And discover who he is. So that he can display himself in you and through you for the generation to know that God is alive. I said to the parent yesterday that when Jesus was in the book in Mark chapter number 4, verse 35, when he was in the boat, the noise of a sea didn't wake him up. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it, was, it was a big noise. It was a way. Listen, listen. When we go to the coast and you sleep in a guest house next to the sea, you hear at night. Jesus was in the midst of the waves, not at, in a guest house. He was in the midst. And then with all those waves, he was sleeping. He didn't wake up. Nothing woke him up. He only woke up when he heard the voice of his disciples. It means he's more interested in relationship than problem. Hallelujah. I want to worship him to help me. So that something may shift. Hallelujah. I know that there is an empowerment coming in this house. I'm not saying everybody, but I know there are some people that are going to step into a dimension of glory uh, that is going to change everything around them. People that don't come to church, oh, I'm so tired. What do you want to go and do? To go and eat. You've been eating since you were young until now. Didn't change anything. Sometimes we are too in hurry and we rush out before God comes. Western church. I was in America, they were timing the preacher. I got so frustrated. He has half an hour to preach. The whole service stands in half an hour, and, uh, an hour and a half. So they go, then the preacher comes, hallelujah. Then it's like you can be outside and tell what is going on there. Because you know exactly what time they're going to do offering, what time the preacher is going to finish. Well, I refuse to be boxed into a service like that. And for those who have a problem, you can go home and not come again. If it's too long for you, I don't care. You find me here. So why are you detecting me what I must do? I refuse. Worship him. Help me. Hey, 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 hey. Something is about to happen. Something is moving. It will break and change. And change something. And if you are here and you want to receive Christ now, please lift up your hand quickly. Don't, don't hesitate. If you say today, I want, to, I want to receive Christ, just lift up your hand where you are. Don't delay us. Quickly, quickly. If there's anyone, yes, thank you. Stand up from where you are. Stand up from where you are. Quickly, quickly. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up, stand up. If you want to receive, stand up quickly. We don't have time. Stand up. Stand up. Yes. So today, I want to make peace with, uh, with Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Come in front. Encourage them. Come, come. Clap your hand as I come. Come. 
For those who are standing, come quickly. Come and see me. I will pray with you. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. Come. If you are standing, just come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come and see me. Come and see me. Say, today is my day. Come, come, come. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Say, it's my day. It's my day. It's my day. I want, I want a relationship with God. I want to, I want, I want to meet God. Hey. Hey. Say, today is my day. 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 I want God more than anything else. I want God more than anything else. I want God more than anything else. It's a day of salvation. The Bible says, if you hear his voice, don't delay. If you hear his voice, don't delay. There are some people here that maybe you think you are a Christian, but you are a backslider. I want you to join us here. If you know in your spirit that you are backslided, just come. Don't delay me. Please come quickly. Everybody that say, I have backslided, come. Come, you know you are a backslider. You know the presence of God is not with you anymore. You are walking, but you don't see. The presence of God has gone away from you. I want you to come and say, I am a backslider. I am a backslider. I am a backslider. You know the presence is not with you anymore. You know it in your heart. You don't need someone to write you a letter. You know it. And you know that today, if you could die, you are in trouble. God is calling you to this altar. I said, God is calling you to be after. Quickly, come, come, come. Come, continue to encourage them. Continue to give your hands. Continue to come. Continue to come. Listen, I'm going to say this. And if you are not afraid and you come, God will set you free. There's a lady in our midst. You are having intimacy with your boyfriend. And you know it's wrong. You want to stop it. Come. I wish you are not, you are not shy. Just come. You know, you know in your heart it's not right. And it's like, you, you feel like I'm trapped here. I want you to come. It's a lady. I want you to come. It's a matter of boyfriend and you. Please come quickly, quickly, quickly. Don't, don't delay me. Don't delay me. I know what I'm talking about. If you, are, if you have a courage to come, God is going to set you free and cleanse you from that. I'm waiting for that person. Quickly. It's a matter of boyfriend. You are not staying with him. The person I'm talking about, you are not staying with him. But you have fallen into sin a couple of times. And you've said, you don't want it anymore. So if you don't want it anymore, you need to make a public confession. In the Bible, they brought their book of magic and they burned it in front of everybody. So this is your day. This is your day. This is your day. This is your day. There's a young man coming back. There's another lady. Come, come, come. Everybody that is in that case, come. Come. Yes. Come, 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 come. Come. Woo. Shabalakasa da 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 da. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 There's somebody I want to talk to. There was a family crisis. They want to do something in the family and they want to a kind of, I don't know if it's slaughtering, but there was something that involved like not right. And they wanted to do it. You didn't want to, but at the end you send money and you are disturbed by that. Come. Come. You send them money for the thing the family was doing back home. And today you are troubled and you don't want that anymore. Please come. 
please come. And we're going to pray for you. Please come. Uh, uh, Evangelist Israel, lead these people to Christ for me. Take the mic and lead them to Christ. Before we pray for the power of God to swim over this room. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> 